Welcome to Around Uganda New Vision podcast with me, Andrew Arinitwe, a multimedia journalist, as we comprehend why women MPs are wrestling down men. I could play with the boys, play football, play taekwondo, I could climb trees. People believe that those positions are for men. At times, men don't listen uh, to Wanawinchi. Since this is affirmative action, it does not mean that uh, women could not stand for for constituency. You will, I'm sure you are aware that in other countries like Ghana, which I visited when I was a woman member of parliament, there is no position for women. The need to tackle this growing trend of women MPs beating down men was instantly tickled by President Yoram Seveni as a guest of honor in December while launching the book titled The Pathway to Greatness authored by Rebecca Kadaga, the Minister of East African Affairs and former Speaker of Uganda's Parliament. 1979, Women are fighting in Vietnam. Haven't you seen them fighting? What is the problem? No, 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 no. Women can't. can't. Really, no, no logic. But say, women cannot be part of the army. Now, I had a problem with the parents in the, in the West, where I had recruited these guys. Say, oh, seven, we said our children. He put them in the army. Now they are rejected. They were rejected. Rejected by the UNLA, the Uganda National Liberation Army, the, the Joint Army. Of course, the situation was complicated because we had Tanzanians here. We were not alone. If we, were, if we had been alone, nobody would have dared to. For the past 10 years, there has been a steady trend of women beating men when contesting for direct positions at districts. From New Vision's count, it is estimated that we have at least 20 courageous women. So therefore, in the parliament of 1962, out of the 90 members, there were 82 directly elected, plus nine specially elected. So it was 91. In that parliament of 1962 to 1971, it was the one which continued. There were, there were only, I think, two or three women. I don't remember the third one. But I remember two. You can do that research so that you. So therefore, when we came, we said, no, this is not correct. Because when you look in the census, and yet the census figures, all the census figures, all of them show the women, I don't know what's happened to the men. The men are always a minority in the census. Women, 51%, men, 49%. So you talk of, of, of apartheid, this real apartheid. Real, 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 real. What? According to democracy.
I think even in some of these lecturers of democracy in the West, they will come to lecture us. You are lecturing me, you. I'm an expert in democracy. You know, we are polite, we don't tell people about uh, When we are forced, we tell them off, say, please, shut up, you don't know what you are talking about. These successful women MPs on Uganda's parliamentary floor have all sorts of reasons as to why they tussle out for the direct seats dominated by men in districts. From sporting weaknesses in the incumbent men to craving fights with men, and while other women are only helped by more powerful men to take the seats. So even today, if you look at this parliament which is there now, I don't know how, how many women came through the the other day, the other constituency method. How, does anybody know? The women who are here. Umukuri uh, is the one who knows. Uh, Excellent. I know because that has been my, my area of operation. I think at the moment they are 14. 14? Yes. Out of 350 something constituency. 14. Museveni asked why women go for the easier woman MP positions and why few women dare to challenge men for the direct seats, mainly crowded by male figures. Kasule Lumumba, the State Minister for General Affairs in the office of the Prime Minister, submitted how the patriarch community is still influential. Yes, yes we are in a patriarchal yeah. community. That has a big influence. Yeah, bias. It causes bias. Because you see, in our cultures, the men are the heads of the family, the leaders in the communities, whether in the cultural institutions, in the religious institutions, but also in our social, other different social setups. So that makes the men with our traditional biasness influence the decisions at that level. But the women are the majority, why don't they? But, these useless men, right? but in your sense, still the men are the influencers in the communities. They are the biggest influencers. They intimidate Your Excellency. Your Excellency, most times when it comes to that level, the men intimidate women. The issue of influence is to the few who have gone to school. The women who have gone to school can be influenced, but those who have not gone to school are intimidated into that. Then also we have another issue, excellence, the issue of education in our community, which is supposed to have worked on the biasness in the communities, is also still holding us back as women. Why? You find that when a woman is educated, how is she received in that community? In the community where the men are the biggest decision makers. So we still have a struggle. And that's why you find even women who have been in leadership, who are empowered with money, who are empowered with education, empowered with placements, like me and others, you may still find us going for the soft seat 
for the one for the women yes. because one fears to risk to go the other side where the biggest decision makers are the men and who are biased but also excellence look at it this white dedication we have in this world in your community why haven't other institutions opened up like you did in politics the religious institutions cultural institutions that should explain it better thank you <laughs> Rukia Akadama, the minister without portfolio, also argued that access to money could be attributed to the barriers women face. The constituents, our voters, still have that bias. Biasness of thinking that it is only men who should come to parliament through the direct voting. And when a woman stands on that seat, they say, you have your own seat. Ah, no, suppose we are not put on what what will they be saying? Because now it's already passed now. What what will they be saying if we are not put in this affirmative? It will still be a struggle war. And secondly, money is also money a big problem to the women. For a root North County MP, Christina Kello, the urge to wrestle with men began at a tender age when she lost her own mother at just one week as a baby, but also being brought up by a man strongly in the community contributed to the quest to compete with male figures. Let me first take you back. You know, I, I lost my mom oh, sorry, sorry. When, when, I, when I was one week old. Uh, uh. So I was brought up by my dad. Uh. And again, I lost him in 2015. So being brought up by a man, uh, I, I, I don't know motherly upbringing. So that is one. Uh, so when I grew up, I used to play with the boys. And I used to play football, taekwondo, climbing trees, and I didn't know how to cook. So most of the time, I spent my time playing rough games. Mm. And that's why when you look at me, I'm also rough. I have the energy. I have the energy for boys. <laughs> okay, so honorable. I, uh. I used to fight even boys. Every evening before going home, I could fight them, go back. And I fight boys, not women up to now. I fight boys. Childhood now, I got inspired by the late Cleo Gwal. At that time, I was at school. No, she was the Lira Municipality Member of Parliament. So, yes, started from municipality. She has been Lira municipality. Uh, even she represented Lira municipality in CA. You know also uh, the late Cecilia also went for the direct position. She broke the norm, eh? Yes, it started from the municipality, Lira municipality. That, that time it was Lira district before it became a city. Mm. So when I could follow her footsteps, I could watch her rallies the way she talks. And she was a woman who never commercialized the politics. Yes, yes. But the moment she speaks, you find everybody now running towards her. So I also went and I came to this parliament, not because I had money, but because of the way I presented myself. Uh, So I, I went, that's why I went direct to, for men. And uh, it was my first, and they told me, go for women. I said, no, I'm going for men. Oh. And so the moment you tell me, go for women, I get and I even lose, I lose the morale of politics. Yes. So I remained focused. And even the time I was contesting, people, ah, you go for, go for women. I told them, no, 
Mm. I'm in the right position. I've never fought women. I'm coming to fight with you indeed. Mm. It has been a, a good move because of that upbringing of mine made me to go successful. So that is why today I'm representing the people of Ferrisenno and I'm balancing here. And I'm, I, I, I like where I am. I'm in the right position, not so, by mistake. <laughs> yeah. So in, in, in your case, which, uh, which men did you beat in the, this? Uh, this, this I, yeah. I, I formerly I was a teacher. I taught for 10 years. Yeah. Then when I went to Gulu University for my master's, that's when I got inspired to join politics. Mm. So my master's, and at uh, that time it was uh, Geoffrey Mara Digi. Mm. In, 2015, in, the, in 2016, I got a flag from him mm. as the NRM flag bearer. Mm. But because he came as independent, so we divided the votes, and all of us, the NRM, I lost, and even him, we lost. But I got the flag from him as a member of parliament. So I went back. I didn't then in 2021. Again, I went back. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person who lost to me it was uh, the late. Honorable Charles Langiro Gutmoy. Ah. So meaning that I defeated the two giants. <laughs> All of them were sitting members of parliament, so I pulled them out. So I, I lost to me, and uh, today I'm the, the area member of parliament. Akelo believes that her secret to success is contributing social services and being able to interact with the people. No wonder she has been given a strong nickname in her region. And, and and what was the uh, secret to your to my your, vic- yeah to your victory? You know, generally, I I I did some bit of for social services. You know, interacting with the community, and up to now, for me, when I'm in the community, I I sit down to that level. Mm. So I I interact with them freely. Mm. I I go down. I don't put the title. Mm. So because of that, I managed to draw the community closer to me. Mm. And down there, the name they gave me, it is the community that gave me the name Gokadako. Which one? Say it again. Gokadako. 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 That is my name. You go to my constituency, you will not find Christine. <laughs> Gokadako meaning female dog. Female dog. Yeah. Gokadako in local... <laughs> 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 oh, that is serious. <laughs> so w- when yeah. I told them uh, I'm going to come, coming to contest at the constituency, they told me, "Oh, mm. tell people your gokadako, meaning your female dog, meaning gender equality. What men, what men, what men are doing, women can also do, meaning gender equality. They are the ones who gave me that name. So you find people running for fundraising, think they're going to give money. They only want to see me. Yes. So I became very popular. The mm. moment I passed, people could stop by, and they, some of them thought it was the dog driving, because I used to drive also myself. One thing, I used to drive myself. Even up to now, I still drive myself. Wow. So they loved me for being, for driving myself, and uh, I became popular because of just that name alone. If I'd used Christian, nobody was going to vote for me. <laughs> and that name, when you call me Gokadako, I become <laughs> strong, I become, I become very happy, excited of that name. <laughs> and, oh wow! So and nice. because of and because of the name, even if people are the burial place, the moment they mention my name, you find everybody laughing. Mm. <laughs> people laughing. <laughs> okay. Yes, that wow. name, uh. the name Boka Dako, is the one that made me come to Parliament. So, 2026. What do you hope to do when 
uh, you also have hope to come back in the same position or uh you 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 you're giving up the boots you're just and I'm going to contest and retire from that same position. You know, once you've made a decision, you have to remain focused. Mm. It is a challenge to contest with the men. Mm. They can they can give you all sorts of names. Mm. They can abuse you, but so long as you know what you want, mm. you'll never fail to achieve. And I encourage most women to come and contest in men's position. It, it, is, it is not difficult. You all have to remain focused. Even if they abuse you, don't don't give up NRM's Aringa East County MP Oleru Huda who also doubles as the state minister for defense and veteran affairs believes that her tenacity and determination has paved way yeah, our constitution it, it does not indicate that this one is for a man and a woman regardless of the affirmative action that was only given specifically for women looking at the patriotic society patriotic society where People had thought women are only supposed to be in the, in the garden, in the kitchen, and looking after children. So when the government realized that women were not there in that position, that's why they created that, mm. uh, which would only give one position in the whole district. Even if you have four or five counties, like in Yumbe, mm. we have four counties, but only there's one position for, for a woman mm. to represent the people. Mm. And if it was not given in the constitution, I don't think even a, a woman would be there. So that has been the perception for all along. But now uh, I think that perception is is trying to change a bit. People have also now tested that when you give a position for a woman, they can perform. NRM's Maracha East County MP Ruth Lematia says the support from her own people, coupled with the childhood upbringing, contributed to her desire to compete in positions dominated by men. Since this is affirmative action, it does not mean that women could not stand for for constituency. You will, I'm sure you are aware that in other countries like Ghana, which I visited when I was a woman member of parliament, there is no position for women special. You all contest in a position with the men. Therefore, that also gave me more idea. Uh, throughout my life, I felt that uh, it's, it's not women are, there is nothing that may stop women for participating in where men alone. You may not know. I went to second school in a school where there are only boys. I was the only girl in among boys for four years. <laughs> that has given me opportunity. Which of school was that? I, Which school was that? Mbara Senior Second School, who were the pioneers of that school. Mbarara. Mbara. Mbara. In West Nile. Okay. I was the only girl among the boys for four years. So... That has created courage in me that whatever boys do, I can also do it. Welcome to the end of Around Uganda's podcast, which has been an understanding of how women are steadily wrestling men down in their own space.